Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 73. Okay, Lauren, I have a question for you. (laughs) Is it weird that every single time I'm vacuuming, I mistakenly think my phone is ringing? I can hear my phone ringing every single time I'm vacuuming. Is it a ring or a vibration? It's a ring. It's like a... I can like hear it as I'm vacuuming. And then you turn it off and it's not? There's no phone call. But it's legit like there is a phone ringing when in, I have the in vacuum, your vacuum on. No less. Yes. That's weird. What's even weirder is I, it's been going on for years. Literally. Different brands of vacuums? Different maybe? brands of vacuums. Since I had Kate, it's like a thing. Every single time I go to vacuum, I hear a bell ringing. Is maybe that weird? Your vacuum is haunted. That is weird. It's like gone with me to three different houses now. That's And it's happened at three different houses. Uh, That's crazy. I'm going to have to pay attention now when I vacuum, what I'm hearing. It's really It's not humming. That's why I thought maybe a vibration. Like you could think something's like the phone's vibrating. Because I have the old school ringer on my phone. The like, you know, I I hear it. I hear it's It's faint and distant. Like it's in the other room, but I hear it. Maybe it triggers something in like your eardrums that like has a weird pitch. It's creepy. I have a ghost in my house. Okay. This episode is going to be a fun one. Yeah, it totally is. I'm so excited. We are going to be talking about the top 20 things that we are teaching our daughters. Well, and this is definitely fun because we both just have one daughter. Yeah. And they are best friends like us. And they're just. Yeah, we're not married. They're not our daughters in the sense that, like, we're a gay couple. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> no. What did I say? I just thought we I was like, a daughter? How, how I introduced it, I was like, wait a minute. Maybe they think when I said oh, what we're stop. teaching our daughters. Of course. No, they're our daughters. The next no. generation of women. Yes. The daughters of tomorrow. Yes. No, daughters. But we do each have a daughter. Yeah. And just one of them. So they're kind of like on their own with all these boys. And they're besties. And it's yeah. cute. Yeah. It's so cute. They're so fun. And funny enough about our daughters, I think I've said this before. I know I've said it to you off the mic, but Evelyn's personality is a little bit like me. Yeah. And my Kate is a little bit like you. Yeah, I could see that for sure. It's so funny. Well, and it's so funny, you guys, because they want to be on the podcast so bad. And we've debated. We even actually tried. Oh, let's be honest. The first like six months we did this, we we did like a trial and error like once or twice. And it just like wasn't vibing right. It was an epic fail. It was like one of those things where they were so excited and they were talkative. But once we hit the button, they like clammed up. And they were awkward and weird. And and giggly. Oh, you guys, I've debated about posting the many videos that they do on my I mean they're Evelyn is slash obsessed with YouTube Mm -hmm. and having her own channel slash Mm -hmm. mom has a podcast called the mom voice it's like this weird accumulation of like her own video world and reality show on my phone and it's hilarious I know it's so funny but we do need to try and get them on but I yeah yeah, we had to cut them we were like yeah we had to cut them sorry girls you guys didn't make it make the cut (laughs) I'm sorry all right. Well, before we get going, I just want to take a moment and remind everybody to please make sure you are subscribed to the show. We have so much good content, good guests coming up um, in the next few weeks. Yeah, really. we still have a good few interviews coming on. We're excited. Yeah. And so make sure you're subscribed. Push the pause button, jump over, hit the button, come right back because we have a great show. And then if you haven't yet, please leave us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. It really is the only way we're able to grow and we are just so grateful for every single one. Okay, let's jump right in, girl. We are talking the top 20 things we are teaching our daughters. Yes. Some of them might be a little funnier than others, but they're all serious. Yeah, no, they're and they're all important messages. Yes, they are. Yes. Are you going first or I, am I? I think. I don't remember. Am are. I going first? I think you are. I'm going first. Okay. Number one, it's not the quantity of friends that matter. It's the quality. Yeah. And I think we even actually recently just said this on a podcast too. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about too um, how in college it's exciting because you get to kind of pick your friends. Whereas where you grow up in elementary and high, like it's just kind of who you live with, who you live around, who you go to, you know, your neighborhood. But when you get into high school or young or college, excuse me, or young adult years, you really get to like handpick the people you want to spend your time with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, dare I say, as you get a little bit older and especially with kids, I feel like 
you're able when your kids are really young or when you're kind of single, married, whatever, without children, you can kind of manage a lot of friendships. Oh, absolutely. You can and have you, like, a time. live for the girls' nights because yeah. you're in the baby stage, but you can still manage to like totally. get away. Bedtime's like happening and you're like free and you can go. Oh my gosh, totally. But I feel like as I've gotten a little bit older and my schedule's gotten tighter and yes. the kids' schedules have right. gotten There's crazier. There's more to do, more things, more places to be. Yeah, I've literally found myself being like, okay, I, I feel like I can't give enough to everybody. Right. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You can't like keep I'm being a bad happy. friend. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where the, the quantity over quality. Like I think as we're like, we're now in our mid thirties and we have a few kids. We really need the quality friend that, you know, you can rely on that's dependable, that will make you laugh, that you have fun with, because you really have such limited social time in these years that when you're out or you have time to spend with a friend, like you want it to count and you want it to be withstanding and they know what's going on with your good days or your bad days. You know what's the troubles with the kids or like the fun, crazy times with the husband, whatever it is that you want them to be your confidant. And like, it doesn't matter if you have 10 of them, if you just have one or two good ones that really and dare I say more importantly like I just want my daughter to be the quality friend yes I don't want her to be one of these girls who is just lightly friends with 50 different kind of floating around to everybody floating the floater I do want her to like be a quality like somebody her friend can count on and like be reliable that's so important right you know and so needed oh as a woman Mm -hmm. okay okay number two When it comes to relationships, don't settle. Wait for the one that feels like home. Oh, my gosh. We have multiple stories we could share about this one. (laughs) The one that springs to mind for me, and Lauren says I've talked about it a lot on here. I really don't think I have. I really don't think I have. She's mentioned him like at least a time or so. But I don't know. Go ahead. I swear this, I don't ever think about But this is a valuable him. experience of your life. So you need to share Maybe it. it's because it was my only prior. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> your one prior relationship. Like, go ahead. Maybe that's what it was. Like I dated around, but like it was the only like semi-serious yeah, relationship one. that you considered going yeah. on to yeah, marriage. Marriage, but, possibly. Yeah. No, but when it when I think... Like I totally would have been settling had I was 21 and at the time you had not even met George, had you? When no, I was, no. Oh, no. Yeah. We were a year or two out from that. Yeah, we were. And so I even actually. Maybe three. I, it was a while ago. Yeah, so I dated this guy for eight months. It was so normal and comfortable and everything. And he was a great guy. Nice guy. He was guy. a great guy. guy. He was from Texas, like on paper. In dental school. Dental school. On paper, he checked all the boxes. Right. But there was just something eating away at me. Like, this is boring. Yeah. Not, like, I kind of wanted to challenge in a weird way. The passion wasn't there. It wasn't yeah. in a weird way. And so I... I Yes, broke his heart and broke my heart too. It really did. Oh, I mean, because I cared it is. About yeah, him. it's a loss. It's so sad. But I definitely look back on that like I would have been settling. Right. And I so don't want my daughter to settle. Oh, totally. totally. Because let's be real, my husband and I, like we started off as friends at the beginning. It wasn't necessarily super easy right away at the beginning, but it's so worth it. Like, oh, don't settle. Right. Don't settle. Number three. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get this right? We're, we're like alternating and I'm being so stupid with <laughs> no, this. No, no. You're fine. Number three, don't gossip. Except with me because I love that stuff. <laughs> I know. So that's so cute. And I think, yes, we don't want our kids to be those petty girls. And But I do want her to be a little petty with me. Well, yeah. You want her to be able to confide all the good and the bad into you. Hopefully, like to mom. Like, I hope so. I hope every my daughter can feel like she can tell me anything. But yeah, gossiping. Oh, man. It's such like a slippery slope. Because I know we all do it. And I can totally get caught up in the gossip. But like... It's just not productive. Well, it doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make others. Don't you feel like if someone will gossip with you, they will gossip about you? Oh, I, I agree with that. So like, like is just there don't a be one of those people. Right. You, is there a trusting yeah. relationship there? If totally. you can gossip together, what what are they saying behind your Even back? though you and I, like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> we maybe gossip a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. Just I mean, a little bit. I mean, okay. I know. We'll just right. leave that there. I love it. <laughs> All right. The okay. next one, number four, is go with your gut. It is very rarely wrong. Yes. Tell me what you think about that, Lauren. Oh, do I, you have a story that springs to yes. mind? Yes. No, I know. We were trying to think of good examples. And yeah, I do as well. My relationship story, my prior relationship to even, it was, 
was it my last one before George? Yeah, but it was. it was my most serious for sure prior to George. And yes, to the point we were probably we were going to get married, but it was rocky for a while. And I and again, it was just like Sarah said, it checked the boxes on paper. It was I mean, this was what I'd been waiting for, right? All these things, but there was just there was a connection there that was missing and honestly, and your I mean, gut was speaking to my you. My gut was telling me that. Like I never felt totally at ease and settled and totally just confident in it. Yeah. I was forcing it. I was forcing it in my mind, in my heart. I was trying to think make it work because I mean, like for, you tried for multiple reasons. You tried really hard not to listen to your gut for a while. Yeah, I like just thought, did. okay, I'm moving on. And I was coming from another relationship that was not the right one either. And so I was just trying to rationalize things in my mind. I didn't want the heartbreak and the disappointment to other people again. I didn't want the just, yeah, that like, because you just, there's so much time lost too. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in those like mid twenties, lower twenties years, you just think of like all the time you spent in it and you're invested. You're like, no, make this work. But I knew in my gut, yeah, like it wasn't right. It and wasn't like the long-term love, true love, passionate story that I wanted. It wasn't right. And shortly thereafter, what happened? Yeah. We broke it off. You broke it off. Oh, well, you oh, oh, you mean, oh, I met George. Yeah, totally. We broke it off, but no, and not you, shortly, not too shortly. I actually had like a full year and that was probably one of my best years because I dated casually, but I, yes, I, yeah, it was broken up blur. November 06, and I didn't mean George to Halloween. Can we not put 07. the years in there? Please? I know. So it was a full year, but that year yeah. was like such a year for me. Like yeah. I went off and did things through the You're summer. Welcome. I graduated <laughs> from college. I had fun with my friends. Yeah. I had such a blast with my girlfriends. Like it was the year I needed, and then I was so ready you to meet ready. George. Totally. Number five. What's number five? Yes. Take responsibility for your actions and apologize when you're wrong. Oh my gosh. Well, so many stories leap to mind for oh, me yeah. on this I mean, one. no one's perfect. There's a lot of mistakes to be Oh my gosh. The for. one that most recently jumps to my mind is when I accidentally got my foot caught in my mouth over a Marco Polo chat <laughs> with a friend. I'm just laughing just because I know what she's talking about. But it, and it was, was hard. so it was, brutal. Yeah, it was, it was like traumatic. so brutal because it is kind of like sending the text that you yeah, can't unsend. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's like sending the text that you, to the wrong person, to the person you're yeah. talking like it's about or something, which I did. And I mentioned this to you on our graduation night. Our one friend didn't come out with us and we were like so bummed and disappointed. And I, I wasn't even in a bad text because I wasn't like mad. I was just more like sad, disappointed. And I was just like, oh, what? Yeah, I don't right. remember that. I said something about, oh, yeah, like, yeah, right. She doesn't feel whatever. I sent it to her. Oh, no. And I just felt so bad, like foot in my mouth type thing. And I was like, yeah. no. And I, we talked about it. It was fine. But no. it was just a stupid. I felt, oh, that minute of yeah. out of your heart just drops in that minute of mistake. When this happened with me, and I know you did the same, I immediately owned up. And I, I was like apologetic and all the things. I knew I was in the wrong. And I totally owned it. So you owned it today, and um, when you put the cord in the banana basket. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I do. My husband. Her husband couldn't find something, and she put it somewhere, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I did." I totally. And, and there is, and and daily experiences. You just gotta like admit when you're wrong. Own your and, shit. Yes, That's what I and, say and all the time. Yes, and it makes life a lot easier when you can just own it. Just own it. Own it. Number six. Repeat after me. I can accomplish anything. Oh yeah. And I do more than, I mean, of course I want my boys to believe this, but I want my girl to believe this too. Totally. Because I don't know. I feel like my parents did such a good job at just making me feel like the world is mine. Mm -hmm. Like literally I would not be sitting here doing this right now. I think if my parents, if I didn't grow up with my parents, yeah. like just taking the chance or like just learning to figure it out and learn all the production stuff and totally. all of that, they taught me that like, go yeah, and get if, it. If you want to do it, you hustle, you learn it and you can do it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And that's the awesome thing about this country, which like pisses me off so much when people get down on it so much as they do. Like right. there is so much opportunity for people so much the American dream totally yes. and I mean I just have like little things along the way but like I agree that like I I never felt limited I just never did I, I'm not like much of a feminist or anything but it's just like I never felt like boys could do something I couldn't I was just as capable I call you know we both call, 
graduated from college. We both, you know, went on to do jobs and opportunities. Like even my Disney experience as like hokey as that is to most people, that was something like I just dreamed of doing since I was like 10, 11 years old. And I just was like, I've got to go do it. Even for, you know, just the experience, even though it wasn't like a lifelong thing, I got to say I did it and I accomplished that. And I mean, yeah, most anything with like the effort and the de- dedication. I totally so. agree. Number seven, wear sunscreen and start taking care of your skin early. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Preach, girl. Yes. I feel like I'm feeling that one more this year than ever. Oh, it's, well, it just is crazy. And I probably would be right there with you. I, I bet I felt a year or two ago, I just like hit a wall. I'm like, dang. My skin is caught up with me. I've got to start taking care of it. And you just think it's like so great and so effortless for so many years. And then all of a sudden just just yeah. stops. Yeah, totally. And so you just don't realize how good it, you have it until it's like kind of gone and yeah. just treating it and taking care of it. I remember I'd tan and bake in the sun, even just like my whole body, but oh, nonetheless my oil. skin. Just oil. Nonetheless my yeah. skin. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, hide from the sun. Jeez. I know. Well, and I crack up every time Evelyn's at my house and she puts sunscreen on, you guys, she layers it on I don't know what you're preaching <laughs> no, at your I'm house. not I'm not doing anything oh my gosh I did say to her and maybe I'm just like messing her up you guys this is totally bad of me her, her brothers have lots of freckles and so she's starting to get a little sun freckles on her nose and I said you know just keep lots of sunscreen on or your freckles come out like lots more yeah and I don't know if I freaked her out oh my gosh and she doesn't really have any she just literally oh, yeah. has a few like sun sprinkled on her nose but you know, I don't oh, know if that's it or she's ash. just like sun burn experience I don't really know oh it was so funny I do feel like my mother did a really good job at this like when I was 12 she took me to the Clinique counter and I got my three-step face wash oh that's so cute I literally did all through junior high and all through high school and I did the you know the cleanser the toner and the moisturizer and still to this day I use that Clinique moisturizer every single day yeah for 22 years I've used it now that's amazing and my skin loves it and I love it too. So take care of that skin, girls. Okay, number eight. I added this one because you guys, this is crucial. I said, number eight, download the Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Pill album and rock out alone in your car when you just need to scream it out. Yeah. Because first of all, music is just so important. It's so important to me. And I feel like there have been so many times in my life where I've just hit my limit or I've been like so depressed or lonely when literally the only thing that has helped is getting in my car, driving around with music so loud and just screaming, scream, crying, scream, crying, singing, all the things. It's so liberating. It's so so liberating. It's like, yes. Yeah. I I can specifically remember one time when right after we graduated, you were with George all of our friends, we had like all dispersed. I had moved home to Texas for like two or three months and I had not started my job yet. I can just remember driving through my little Texas town feeling just so aimless and so lost and lonely. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren's moving on. <laughs> Everybody's moving on. I don't even have anybody. I wasn't dating anyone. And I can just remember literally crying in my Jeep, my Jeep that I drove. Yes, and yes. oh my gosh, but music is just so therapeutic. And I want my daughter to do that. And the Alanis album, more than any of them, when it's, I need a good girl so good. scream, I know. Go, go listen to Jagged it's, Little Pill. It's so good. I All know. Right. What is number nine yeah number nine don't judge people unless you've walked a mile in their shoes oh my gosh yes I mean we don't even need to elaborate on that one but yeah I just want them to be kind Uh, yeah kind to everyone and considerate to everyone and their different situations oh this is a good one number 10 learn how to say no yeah oh totally I feel like that's one that I've only learned how to do probably in the past three or four years yeah yeah honestly because you never want to like disappoint people or turn people away but yeah there's times where it's like if it's social or it's church tasks or yeah exactly school all of it it. you just sometimes have to think about you for a second oh well I've even found it more that when there are so many things on my to-do list and what I mean by that is like that I have needs in friend, work, friends, school, church responsibilities, like all the things. My husband gets pushed to the very bottom of the list. For sure. I get pushed even lower than that. Yeah. So like 
God forbid I take a moment to like tweeze my eyebrows or anything like right. whatever. Right. And so I've really found in the past couple of years, just saying no to things is so wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? The world does not stop without yeah. you. No, it's They funny. figure it out. It's funny you say that because just even two nights ago, I said no to like a dinner invite with some girls in my neighborhood. And I really like in my heart wanted to go because I hadn't seen people, but I said no. And I I needed to say no. Like it was just a busy day, a busy night. George had a bad day, like all these things. Like I didn't need to go. And I, and it was weird. Like I felt bad, but I knew like, it was just nice to stay in and just and I mean, Say do you no. think those friendships suffered because you said no that one night? No, not. Well, no. it's quarantine. This is a weird time. Right. I feel like I've seen nobody. So it kind of was like Ooh, the guilt of that. But no, absolutely. I just have to think about me right now. And like my sanity is just nuts with this quarantine, yeah. too. So it's like, yeah, you just have to do what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. OK, number 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, is that me? I yeah. don't know. Is it? Are you odds? Why can't I figure this out? No, here, I'll go. Okay. I think you said learn how to say no. Okay. Um, go. You guys, you guys are laughing at us, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Odds 11, and evens. 11. Go to college, have roommates, and have fun. But get good grades. A degree is security and will take you places. Amen. Amen. I had to put this one in there for so many reasons because Lauren and I met at college. Yep. Yep, we and did. Can you even imagine our lives without that experience? Oh, no. And meeting each other. Oh, totally. No, it's uh, life altering. Absolutely. <sighs> I mean, you know, it's funny because I do think that like the college experience, the whole like degree and things, it's like, what's what's the word? Like, we're not, it's not drifting away, but it's like phasing out in a weird way. In yeah, some it's ways. going it's going more remote learning. Yes, kind of. like, like the, don't, they're the not interest, living on campus. Yes. And I feel yeah. like people aren't prioritizing the college degrees and the the education like kind of they want to stay. I feel like when I was growing up, it was just like you go to college. Oh, yeah, it's There's a rite of passage. Yes, it's you like go. you're 18. That's what you're doing. Where are you going? Where do you apply? Like all the things. And I've learned that's not everyone's experience, but I just think it's such a vital, like you said, experience, rite of passage. It's an American experience. Like you, you get to learn how to be social. You get to how to be independent and financially independent. You get to learn how to juggle and manage school and fun and jobs. I mean, I just think it's like, it's the true training of being an adult crazy and fun and all the things and there's nothing like being in a school spirit and a football game and going on dates every weekend I hope we don't lose that I know I hope so I I hope we don't either because it like is so amazing it was a fun experience literally the best time of my life yeah oh my gosh I mean and we just uh, didn't realize again how good we had it how carefree and fun even though it was so busy and stressful it was just such an exciting time it's so true and then the second part of that is I mean yes I totally agree college is not for everybody but I I am going to preach hard to my daughter get some sort of education skill trade something they can do to take care of themselves Mm -hmm. like because who knows what the future brings like hopefully it's not divorce or being a, a widow or whatever like who knows but like just to have that security to oh, be absolutely. able to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. And to have that option to leave should you need to. I yes. know that sounds horrible. No. But like I feel tragically sorry for some women who feel like they're stuck in marriages. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because of that reason. Because even. of that reason. Yeah. And so I always want my daughter to have an out if she's ever in like a abusive or like terrible toxic relationship. Totally. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. A hundred percent. Okay. Number 12. I don't care what you've done. Call me and I'll help you. Even bury a dead body with you. <laughs> and I was going to say, I feel like my mom, Dixie, if you're out there, I love you to death. I feel like I could call her and yeah. tell her where the body's at and she would make me she would come help me move it she, I do she would make a few phone calls she would she'd make get out there calls. she'd get no, right out there I, I'm totally <laughs> she wouldn't she'd hire it out no I'm totally <laughs> kidding but no I would never but like I do feel like throughout my my whole life I have had she's had an open door policy and she's had I mean she was definitely a mother and came down on me when I needed it, which was rare because I was, I was just a good child. Right. But like, I can remember, for example, the very first kiss I had, I was so excited to go tell my mom. 
and, and I, I jumped love in bed that with her so much. I jumped in bed with her. She probably doesn't even remember it, but it's of like of course it's she like does. Seared in my brain, and I can remember being like, "Mom, I just had my first kiss," and she oh. was excited for me, and like I love and that then, so much. <laughs> I do. Oh my gosh! No, no I'm serious. I no, I agree. I mean, being able to have that. Oh, and it's kind of like what we talked about, like last, well, two weeks ago with the unconditional love. Yes. Knowing that no matter what, yeah, if you're calling with a mistake or a problem or I failed out of school or whatever or broken engagement, I can think at that time when I had to go literally knock on their door just so sad and devastated and they just, you know, scooped yes. me up. Yes. And so I I no, absolutely. It's the unconditional love of just like no matter what you do, good and bad, yeah. I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to help you yeah. and I'm going to love you for it. You might get reprimanded tomorrow. Yes. But I'll be there for you today. <laughs> <laughs> right. totally. Yeah, totally. Okay, what's the next one? Oh, yes. Be confident, but not conceited. Oh, my gosh. I love this. This was one you added. Yes, I love this, too. I mean, and speaking of my parents, like my mom and dad, we are five girls. I'm one of five girls. So I didn't have any brothers. How did they do that? I know. And we it's crazy because we really did all come out like normal, yeah. social, high-functioning adults, <laughs> which not it's, can't everyone can't say, right? You always have that one. <laughs> and I would get me like, who's which one's going to be the one? They probably point to me, to oh, be honest. Shut up. But shut um, No, but we've all like turned out really happy and successful in our own ways. And I no, think... But you do all have a very healthy confidence yes, level. Yes, and yeah, I would agree that like... My but then all, you're humble at the same time. Well, thank you. No, I do feel like <laughs> oh, you thank are. you. Yeah. I'm so humble. No, but... No, I do think like all of my sisters, none of us ever had like a weird complex. We all did feel very com- confident and comfortable in our own skin, no matter like what that was, what phase of life that was. If it was high school or a newlywed or a pregnant woman, like we've all just kind of like felt positive and confident in ourselves. And I mean, I have to allude that's my parents, you know, influence on us that we always and we and. I get what you're saying. Like we were never overly confident or conceited or full of ourselves. No. We just always just you stay you know, in your lane, stay in you, our lane, and and and, and, and tried to treat others well, but still knowing like we're capable and yeah. and, and and turned out Can really you happy and successful. Pinpoint any anything that they necessarily did. No, it's funny because like I can't think of many times where it was like a speech of like, you've got this, go do it. You can do it. No, but like, I don't know if it's also us feeding off of each other and all just seeing each other succeed in different ways or different challenges that we've been through. But yeah, like I, I am really proud of all my sisters and my, I guess my family unit that, you know, we've all been able to manage really happy lives. And not everyone can say that. I mean, I feel like there always is like, you know, some siblings that have hard times or hard choices or bad choices. And, you know, all my sisters have really um, made really beautiful families and good choices through their lives. Yeah. And I do feel like so much in life goes back to having just a good, healthy self-confidence level. Like, and that's seriously such a such a top thing that I want my daughter to have especially for girls yeah oh my gosh like if I could like if one like one quality I could just instill in her right this moment it'd be confidence because mm-hmm. there's gonna be so many hard times where you're you feel weird and insecure in your out in your clothes or your prom dress or boys teasing you or you're getting turned down for something like there's All just those it. moments but you just have to be able to know like you got it you can do it I can try again it's gonna be fine yeah and confidence is so crucial and not let it get you down. And these little girls. Totally. Yeah. Number 14, always have something that's just for you. Maybe it's writing, music, crafting, but something super awesome and make sure you make time for it. Um, I think this is super important, especially as you get older and as you become a mom, that like we've said so many times on the podcast, you just get lost in the grind. Oh my and gosh, right. your tank gets really low and you don't have anything that's just for you necessarily. Yeah. In a weird way, that's why I started the podcast. Yeah. It really is. A passion, and a I hobby. Kind of, I kind of like lassoed you in my, oh, in my web but here. No, but this is like you're making a dream come true. No, but that it, is so it cool. really was like a bucket list item and something I'd always wanted to do. And I just found myself like deep in the grind and the work. And I had no creative outlet at all. Yeah. And 
I've had to explain it more than one time to my husband because he doesn't understand how he thinks I have a very full plate as it is, which I do. Yeah, you do. And he doesn't, he's like, why are you adding on top of it? Right. Why? Why are you doing the podcast? That's a weekly commitment. He will, when he's trying to fix it, right? When I just have my moments, I'm like, but I need it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. But it's like my, it's mine and it's my outlet and I do it with Lauren. And dare I say, Disney is that way for you. Well, I mean, absolutely. Would you say? Yeah, over the years. I mean, being again, being able to work and have that little experience and dream there. But then it's just been, it's just such a happy place for me. Like a happy memory, a happy experience. It's something I share with my kids too. It's a hard one. It can be expensive. And my husband doesn't get it either. But like, but for you me, fight hard for it yeah, to this day. Yeah, I, I do. And it's like, I mean, gosh, it's tragic. It's so closed right now, Disneyland. And, you know, but it will always be a part of my life. And yeah. I know people don't get that. They don't understand that. They're like, it's a theme park lady. But no. it's it's like something more to that to, for me. And again, my working experience, being a cast member there. I don't know. It's oh, just but I get so... it now because you guys, when our babies were little, Lauren introduced me to Disney. I did. For I, draw, the I, first time. I lassoed her right in. And I said, we're road tripping right over there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the irony. Stop right now. You're I so totally right. Did. Like every four months, she was like, we're getting the hell out of here. Let's go. Oh my gosh. But we had passes. And oh, I, it was like a magical year though that oh we my did gosh. that like, year or two. I oh. remember moments like literally watching yeah. the fireworks with baby Kate at like six months old. <laughs> it was so Literal fun. tears rolling down my <laughs> eyes because I'm literally just like, how did I get here? And I have this beautiful baby <laughs> and I'm at Disneyland and like all the things. And so and I how did it, it wait, take so long for you to get there? <laughs> I so was true. like, this is too many years too late. So I get so, it. But giving that to your kids and yeah. like just those like memories and the magic and the stories at Disneyland. It's just something oh, like... But see, I totally disagree. It's not even for my kids. Those years were not even oh, for no, my kids. Oh, no, right. Those were, were our totally years. for me. Those were our years. Yes. But now getting to take them and they're of ages that they get it and they yeah. get what's going on and they see just all the things come yes. alive. It's so exciting it is. oh gosh that just made me so depressed it's so close and it's been so long <laughs> we hate you covid okay. oh geez what's number 15 number 15 always <laughs> use the toilet seat covers and this now goes- more than ever <laughs> This goes right along with never take out of the communal chip bowl. Do you know what, what I mean by that? Don't. Wait, what do you mean? Like at a party? Yes. Wait, you don't have chips at a party? That's a big no-no, Lauren. Wait, what does that mean? Like double dip into like the salsa no. or you don't eat chips? It means there's lots of grubby, nasty hands digging in that cheap Wait, but chip what, bowl. what chip bowl is grubby and gross when you come over to my house for bachelor night? Yeah, I'm probably not going to get the chips if I'm not Shut. one of the first people there. Shut up. Dead serious. I you don't know, know this, this about, about you? Oh my no. gosh. Yes. Like if it was like a office party and there was a bunch of like here, a bunch of strangers, absolutely don't eat the chips. But that is funny. Like if you're at like a social outing or a party. If I show up late and I'm not one of the first people in line, absolutely. I'm not getting that. Or I'll I'll dig deep. So there's a circle platter of chips and salsa. You will not pick off the chips. Not if I'm not one of the first people. Whoa. Guys, I just learned something new about Sarah. I, I did not know that. It's the same concept of if you have to get ice and there's nothing to get ice with. Scoop and it. you've seen yes. people doing it with their hands. Yes. Are you going to get that ice? Uh, no. It depends how thirsty I am. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, just honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Sarah I'm like, is like, heck no. Uh-uh. Uh, maybe COVID will change my my views on this. Oh, I don't know. There's multiple like germ things I can spout oh, off that right is now. funny i did not know the chip bowl thing oh yeah oh totally. 15 years later i it's learned one of chips. my weird, weird i'm gonna things. bring her bags of chips you guys so <laughs> she doesn't have to share with nobody yeah there you go <laughs> okay number 16 learn how to cook healthy foods I never did, and we both know how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? No, it's that's funny because uh, I will say that's one thing, like, my mom never really did teach me. Like, we weren't, like, ever in the kitchen with her. She same. wasn't, like, a heavy, like, cook. We'd have lots of sit-down dinners, but, like, as I think back to them, they're... Casseroles. The casserole dishes, yeah. the home-cooked the stuff. The 90s. Yeah. Right, and totally just not what no. we should be eating, probably. And so I've had to try to figure that out. And I'm, I'm feeling miserably. Too. Oh, my God. George is like my saving grace in the kitchen half the time. He's really helpful. And oh, same. Oh, Jeremy, geez, like it's bad. 
Jeremy definitely carries the weight with our with our family as far as cooking the meals. But yeah, I, I want her to go to college knowing how to cook good. Yeah. And at least and have, like, shop. have like 10 core like menu items that she can make that are really good, healthy, quick options for her. I know I would love to instill that in her too. Totally. Okay. 17. Be a princess, but not the kind that can't save herself. Yeah. This makes me think of that scene in Wreck-It Ralph when they're all like together and it's that little, what's her name? That I've weird, never seen it. Weird little brunette girl. And she's go walks into the room of the princesses and she, they talk about, are you a princess? And it's like the list of things of what did a big, did a big strong man have to come in and save you? Which Wreck-It Ralph saves her. And she says, yes. And they're like, she is a princess. Aww. And it was funny because, uh, but that's so true. A princess doesn't need to always be saved. Right. And you can be your own self and do your own thing and be strong and independent yourself, but still just have the class and the grace and the beauty exactly. of a princess. And that's what I was going to say. What I want my Kate to know is that she can be as feminist as she wants to be, but then she can also have the door opened for her. And she can also have the, the seat pulled out for her and be treated like a lady. And yes, I think and expect that to be honest, because that's gradually going away and they need to expect, yeah, to hold the door open and, you know, let ladies first and all the things, because those are just important things for us women to have. Be a princess. Okay. Number 18, work to live. Don't live to work. Mm-hmm. I put this one in because I feel like many years in my life I have lived for working and yeah. I really have to make like a conscious effort to flip it and like have work-life balance. And I've said this before that I always think it's really interesting that I surrounded myself with you and Jeremy mm-hmm. because both of you have such a healthy view on life whereas like me and the the family that I come from we're all just like workhorses we we all do we just love to work and like we work 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 you know but we never take the time to like actually stop and enjoy it you know right. what I mean but my husband's so good at stepping in and like making it fun well and it's kind of the work hard play hard yeah I mean we hope our daughters can you know, choose career paths and work and have the opportunity to work. And some may not, or maybe they may not. not, maybe they, they may stay home and yeah. they may have that privilege too, which is great. But being able to, yeah, absolutely have the opportunity, be able to work hard, but have that work balance. And even with their spouse, yeah. if it's, if they're not the ones working, have their husbands be able to have a balance because it just makes for such a happier life. Well, yeah. And don't be the, if you are in that situation where you are the stay at home mom, don't be the one who's like, push, 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 push. Yeah. Where they're just like, I want more, more, more. Yeah, I want no, more, more, yeah. more. I, I mean, mean you this, have to this, find this. the content yeah. point of when this is enough and we just need to, right. you know, now enjoy it. Now it's time to live. Yes. Totally. And, oh, gosh. That's We're not so promised crucial. tomorrow, Lauren. I know. It's if funny. COVID's taught us anything. I know. Really ironically, George literally was saying this yesterday. He's like, isn't it crazy when you just think about it? So many hours of your week. And your day is working, working. Oh, totally. And it's like, he's like, it's sometimes depressing how much you work and like what little enjoyment you can get out of things. And I'm like, I know, I know. And it really can be daunting sometimes and long days and stressful times. But just trying to find that outlet of fun and with the kids and everything will be so good. Okay, I'm already lost. Oh, do yeah. I go next or do you? No, me. The bad stuff is only temporary. This is number 19. 19. The bad stuff is only temporary. And we thought this in lines right with what's going on right now in our lives. I mean, if there's any time, you know, more than any that we think we're all having a bad time. I mean, we all fluctuate in kind of like our crisis and our loss and our hard times. But as a nation, as a world, as a whole right now, we can all say this is a bad time. And it's hard. And it's really hard in a lot of ways, emotionally, financially, and physically, if you're actually getting sick out there. So I think this is just like a reminder to be like, you know, these hard times will pass. They, You can get through them. Just try to look for the light at the end of the tunnel because it can be hard. Totally. And I think when I look back on my life, my teen years, I've talked about it on the podcast. Like I had depression, some anxiety, stuff like that. I can remember being 14 and just feeling so just dread. Just like, this is it. This is my life. It's going to be like this forever. I'm never going to feel good. I'm always going to be like, do you know, it feels so final when you're in those bad moments. Like think about when you had your, your breakup or whatever. Right. Like it does just feel so hopeless. Hopeless. Well, and I would even say, dare say, I feel a lot of that 
some days right now totally where i'm like is this ever going to end but when you're a teenager when you're a teenager you can't justify it like that yeah like you have no perspective right and so i can just remember being that teenage girl where i had my first weight gain ever yeah i was like in that weird transition of looks and the hair there was no straightener yet (laughs) i had this frizzy weird hair right like all the weird the braces and just feeling like god this sucks and yeah just having the perspective that even if high school if my daughter is having like a bad high school experience the perspective that it's only four years out of your life this is like like a glitch in it time is. it's like nothing yes. like it, it feels like everything everything right now. at the time yeah but it really not. does it's yeah. really not and even when they're like in their 20s and they're like will I ever meet the right guy I'm never gonna get married right. you're like 22 it's like girl no you have the rest of your life to be married like yes. go enjoy yourself have fun experience you just have to you know, it is. And it's hard to put that perspective in them when they're when it's a hard time. But I'm going to try really hard to give her that perspective that the bad moments, they come, but they do pass. Yes. And like I said, when I graduated college and everybody was leaving me, that was a bad moment. I yeah. felt like oh, I'm sure. all alone and now I'm starting this corporate job. And then I did. I went on to travel every single week and I was lonely for a while. And, and yeah, I just want her to always have that healthy perspective on things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that. Okay. The very last one, number 20, is treat your body well. You're only given one. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this past year, I'm starting to learn that more than ever because I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm starting to kind of feel the shift of aging, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. where I don't know, things are just sagging a little harder. And it just might not ever be this the way it was. Yeah, I know. And it is. It's like sad. It's a weird transition time. But for her too, like, I think when they're in their teens and in their 20s, they think, oh, I want to fix this or change this or I'm going to do this diet. And they, again, it's kind of the skin thing. They just don't realize how good they have it and how capable they are and that their body is just... It's a body. It's a body to keep you, you know, active and to do things. And, you know, being active is so important and exercising and like using that ability because you just never know. I mean, it's just appreciate what it does for you. Maybe think twice about tattoos. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Definitely think twice. Be nice to your body. You might not want that tattoo in 20 years. Oh, right? uh, no. But no, I feel like the, the age that we grew up in, it was very unattainable bodies. You yeah. know what I mean? It was all about like, skinny and we tiny. We were horrible to ourselves. Trying yeah, to be skinny. So hard on ourselves. Like, totally. Oh my gosh, you guys, if you only knew. Go listen to our weight loss episode. Yeah, right. We, we break it uh, all down. Oh my gosh. No, but absolutely. And I think in today's society curves and every shape and every size and wear that bathing suit and feel good and it doesn't matter and so they're lucky that they have that kind of voice out there already and that they can just feel good about themselves do we thank the kardashians for that or no i don't know No, we can't think because you for have that. to say that's where the whole thing started. Yes. You have to, yeah, just like the curves in the yes. butt and all that. I, yes. yes, yeah, I guess, yes, that's true. Probably. Well, that's our list, you guys. That's our twenty things. Yeah, that that's we our twenty teach things. Our Man, that was more of like a self exploration than anything. But yeah, well, it's how we came to exactly. That list. Our daughters will reap the rewards of all those experiences, <laughs> all those mistakes we've and made, all those crazy times. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. I stop. love it though. Yeah, get on Instagram. Tell us what you want to teach your daughter. Yeah. Be curious oh gosh, there's so many more that I'm there's sure we so missed. Many. So okay, and I promise I'm never bringing my ex up again. Oh stop! I was teasing you. Ever uh, stop it? Okay, let's do our hits and misses. What's your hit? Uh, well, actually, I went off of what we were talking about. I I swam with the kids today, guys. I got my hair wet. Oh, that's major. Did we talk about this at any point? I can't remember. I I didn't know if I had said this before, but. It's funny. I got in the pool and I played. I taught them a game that I used to play when I was a kid. And then we played sharks and minnows. And two of my kids were begging me to get my hair wet. And I'm like, really, is it that important to them? <laughs> but you know what? Like a love language, it's a what? What would that fall under? That would probably fall under quality, quality time. time. Yeah, quality time. An act of service because I'm going to get my hair wet for you, child. Amen. And I got all the way in and I swam around. I even wore goggles. They just thought, like, who is this lady? Wow. Aww. And no, it was fun. <laughs> Well, thanks. I know my kids love it when I get my hair wet too. I they think just it's think so it's like, funny. wow, mom's committed. Yeah, finally. she's all in. Yeah, yeah literally. literally. <laughs> okay, well, my hit is I'm going to share a product with you. You already know about this. I shared it with you in Utah. But 
I have been using this gel, this acne gel from Target. It's called Differin. And if you are having any spontaneous breakouts or anything like that, I really do feel like it works. You have to be consistent with it, but you put it on right after you wash your face and you just do a light layer. It's called Differin. And you find it in the skincare skincare aisle at Target. But I do think you need to emphasize you have to kind of adjust to it. Like you can't do it every day at the beginning. Remember, it's like you have oh. to do it like every few days because it can be drying. Like, yeah, it can dry you out real quick. Yes, you're right. Transition into yeah. it every few days and then you can get more consistent. Yes, that's right. The reason I'm testifying to it right now is because over the past week, it has been legit like 115 here in Phoenix. And this is disgusting, but I've had major boob sweat between between the boobs. I've gotten acne. Is that not disgusting? You're, you're, you're telling me you're sweating between your boobs and it's causing acne on your yes. boobs. Yes. Have you ever had that? Um, No. I, no, have. I have like not. tiny little, tiny little breakouts, but the different no, right. fixed it. That's why I'm testifying to it. Oh, it fixed it. Different took it away. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I did it two nights. Oh, definitely boob done. sweat and back sweat and even like lower back sweat in the car. Oh my gosh. It's okay. All the wait, worst. you're looking at me like that's never, ever happened to anybody. What? Sweat? Having no, like the, little breakouts on breakouts. your chest. I, I, well, on your chest or between your boobs? Like both. I've had like here. I've had a blemish or two on my chest, like on my like. Whatever. Do I need to take my top off right no, now and show don't. you? <laughs> but between my boobs, actually, I've never had a breakout there. That's interesting. Okay, well, please tell me I'm not alone out there, guys. But if you need any help in that regard, <laughs> the different fixed it. Good. But I guess you're right. You need to wake up, or you need to work your way up to it. Yes. You're right. Yeah, it is really drying, and don't put it in like the creases of your nose or next to your mouth. Yes, my mouth yeah. area. Oh, yeah. You put anything there, I'm like fried for yeah. a week. Stay away from your eyes and stuff like that. Okay, what was your miss? My miss. So in my at my house, uh, we have something called irrigation, and irrigation in Arizona is like a like a watering system for the yard that they f- pretty much flood your yard. Yeah. Every other week in the summer, and so it's a lot of water. It's like literally flooding the yeah, yard. Yeah, it's just standing water. Yeah, on standing your grass. water. Yeah. So it floods out. They give you an assigned time to open like your little pipe. It comes out. It's there. In this heat right now, like it probably evaporates in like 36 hours, 48 hours or so. So anyways, irrigation with a dog is interesting, you guys. (laughs) Oh, no. It's just What is Gus doing? No, well, Gus loves to play in it the first like four or five hours. And it's great because it keeps him cool and stuff. But you guys, I mean, think of water in in your yard. I mean, it's kind of a muddy mess. And then you have a dog running around in it. And then he wants to come inside. Oh, gosh. And he's wet and he's got muddy paws. And it's like... Dude, and then it's hot, so I do feel bad. Like he needs to come in in the afternoons, like this week, because it's been super. So hot. are you having to mop so every it's single just, day? It's just like an ordeal. Oh, it's that's just like a one beating. more thing. Yeah, it's just like one more thing, and I'm just over it this week. I'm Wait, how, like, let's have a Gus update. How are we feeling about Gus right now? Gus is fine. It's <laughs> like it's hot right now, so we had a really good system. I'm gonna be fast. Really good system uh. in the laundry room going with a doggy gate yes like a gate and the doggy door so if he did have to come inside and I didn't want to deal with him per se he could go in that area and be inside because it's hot right now like our afternoons are really hot so but then the gate broke and we have to get a new gate so I've just had to kind of let him in and he can really roam the house you guys I think like I said I think 99% of the time I do think he is potty trained but when the gate broke he got out and Uh he went to the one spot he's pooped in my house before and he pooped there (gasps) there's like a thing with like how it's like they know they pooped there they marked their territory they mark it and so they think they can poop there shut up so now i'm like paranoid if he like runs loose and he goes it's i'll just say it it's evelyn's room so if i'm afraid if he gets up there like he's gonna poop inside so i have to be like aware of him when he's inside which is just annoying and then there's other times where he's fine you know, but yeah. it's hot right now. The kids don't want to walk with him. He'll come and chase us around the pool and he can cool down. And Is he let sleeping with any of your children yet? Not yet. No. Like, that's the thing. I don't feel like, will he get up and go down to the doggy door to go potty? I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. We're getting close. Yeah. But, you know, and he's not even a year old yet. He's almost a year. Is that right? Yeah, he's not even one yet. He's, wow. I mean, he's truly still a puppy, I guess. But he's massive. I know. He's probably full grown now. But oh, my God. No, he's a good dog. Like, again, if I have to have a dog, like, he's a good dog. He's, yeah. He is pretty sweet and endearing. And yeah, he's he's good. He's, he's good. Fine. I, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's you fine. guys, it's quarantine. I've, I've had four kids Don't around talk to me, me right 24 now. 7 for six months with a dog now. 
as my life. And it's hot and it's 112 degrees. So it's just like it is what it is right now. (laughs) I love that. All right. Well, my miss, I'm not sure if I've said it on here, but it is definitely a miss of great proportions for me personally is I've gone weeks now without making my bed. It's unlike you. It's so unlike me. I'm not kidding. Who are you anymore? Every single day of my life since I was like 16 years old, I've gotten up and made my bed in the morning. And I feel like it just sets my day off on the right note. Yeah. But like, man, things are wheels off right now. My husband and I were both sleeping in later. And it's like the minute we get up, it's like go time, go, go. We're getting out the door. And I don't know. I feel like half the time we're hanging in the bed because mm-hmm. we're at home and it's right. just one more place to sit, you know? Right. It's and so comfortable. what's yes. the point? They end right. up on the floor anyway the pillows like and so I just totally have given up and I'm just like what is my life right now I was sitting there prepping for the episode on my unmade bed today yeah and I'm like what is life it's 3 p.m in the afternoon and my bed is a freaking mess no I dare I I say there's cracker crumbs in my bed right now in it oh no that's the worst (sighs) when the crumbs get in the bed from whoever oh it's like the daily right I know with my loot No, the bed, I know. I Again, that's just telling to what this time is like in our lives. It's Ugh. just like weird. You guys, go do your COVID capsule. Because I think we all thought when I talked about it like two months ago, oh, we're wrapping up. We don't need to do this. But we're still here. And, and we're, we're going to be here for a while. And we're going to be here. So FYI. it's a great time to start your COVID capsule because you don't want to forget these crazy, crazy Yes, and if you're just listening for the first time and you don't know what she's talking about, go on Instagram and on our story highlights under the coronavirus tab. Oh, yeah, good. you can yeah, see on there. Cool. you can see Lauren's coronavirus. I should share capsule. the PDF. I don't know. I need to find out where it's from and if yeah. I'm allowed to do that. But I'm sure also if you Pinterest, there's probably a bunch out there. Totally. But it's a great tool just to like document this wild time, the wild ride we're on called yeah. motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Motherhood with a mask. (laughs) Kill me. Don't kill me. No, wrong verb. Wrong, wrong, wrong thing. Um, Okay, guys. Well, that'll do us for this episode. Um, We are so happy you're here and we're super grateful for every single listen. So if you did enjoy the show, please run over and give us a rating and a review and go say hey to us on Instagram at yes, the mom voice podcast. We are back every Monday and sometimes more throughout the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try. You never know when we might drop. You in never your, know when your, we'll your just feed yeah <laughs> peekaboo. That's right. But we hope you guys all stay safe, stay well, and that you're all surviving. We are right there with you on the struggle bus, and we know how hard and how long the days are. So we feel you, and we'll we be here. You. We're gonna be here to make you laugh as much as we can. We hope so. Take care of each other. All right. Bye bye.